All right, y'all. Good evening, ladies, jets, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. Body, yaddy, 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 in between. <laughs> um, I am Lee from D. Back with. Um, I don't know. I'm here. I don't know. I'm somebody. I don't even know who uh, I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is reality rewind. It is. Um, and. Just to uh, give you all a gist of what this week is. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just trying to like get it right. Because mm-hmm. she like, anyway. Um, so this week, we are going to be taking a dive back into one of the hell mounts, one of the uh, circles of hell uh, that we've covered already one to I think three three to four times in various forms and fashions. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of the individual franchises, we're going to be doing a catch-up uh, week of the Real Housewives. Yes, I don't know why my brain like I short circuited. You did. <laughs> Everything just like stopped. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we're at various points in the current airing seasons of Real Housewives, right? So right Uh, now airing, we've got Potomac, Beverly Hills, and Salt Lake City with, I believe, Atlanta and New Jersey filming. Yes, they're both filming. Speaking of Atlanta, Light Skin Keisha has been filming with with Marlo. Big Bang Bisha. That's going to be interesting to see because there was rumors that she was joining the franchise as like a peach holder, but it is going to be interesting to see how, but not just with Marlo, also with LaToya. LaToya's not back. She is. She's filming with them. I thought she got let go. She's filming with them. Currently filming with them. Okay, hold I on. Don't know. Is she filming with them or is she in the place where they are filming? No, you she's know what I mean? With them because okay. um there's been some early photos from different events posted and she's definitely in them. Um she's filming with them. I don't know like how large of a role she's going to play or what the capacity is going to be. Yeah. But I mean I knew once Fallon wasn't coming back because Portia wasn't coming back. Right. I knew that they were gonna pull Latoya in because they need somebody to stir up the mess, right? <sighs> and um, having lost Portia and Cynthia, mm-hmm. it only makes sense that they keep Latoya in just for nothing else to just stir up mess and start drama because Drew isn't coming back. No, Drew is back. Is she? Is Drew Sador? Drew's back. back? I thought so I what I saw was, was Drew is back and Latoya's gone. Mm, but Latoya's filming with them, so I don't... It, that's the thing. There's been no official announcements. So no, if, there was. I hadn't... It I actually hadn't just seen. came out. We, Me and Aaron, while you were sleeping yesterday, we were just talking about it yesterday. I was dozing <laughs> off. I was not <laughs> Yeah, the cast is... Um, Kenya. No, 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 no. Kennedy. We I we know the main cast. I'm talking about what all the friends of. Yeah, Drew is main cast. And it makes sense that Latoya would come back. They need drama. They do. They do need drama. Um, the 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 problem though is is 
um, Atlanta has always had a problem balancing out the drama with the fun. With the fun, yeah. And I was hoping for Tanya to come. Tanya, Tanya? Tanya. No, she's Tanya. not fucking with them no more. She's not fucking with nobody anymore because she's of the not bolo thing. With none of them no more. But like Bravo, like that whole thing was so fucked. And T- Tanya really brought, she brought something to the show yeah. that none of the other girls could bring, where it really was just this like lighthearted, really sweet, dorky fun. Like even her. Also, I really, didn't like the way that oh, they <laughs> I didn't like the way they portrayed her in that whole weird ass bolo Bolo shit thing. That yeah, they no. Broke out for way too long. So same. I same. completely see why she's not fucking with them no more. I know, and it makes me, it, honestly, it just makes me really sad because when she first came on, I was like, who is this fucking weirdo? Because yeah, she's, she's not like the nerd. other girls. She's such you know? a nerd, such a weirdo. She is. She's so fun. And I, I actually loved her because she's such a fucking nerd. And she yeah. she's not trying to be anything other than just like nerdy Tanya. That's it. Like, <coughs> they fucked up with this whole bolo thing because they lost they really lost what is a necessity on this show especially now that cynthia's gone mm-hmm. so because everybody called cynthia boring right and she kind of was. was the balance though but she was the ba- that was the <laughs> thing though cynthia was the balance cynthia was the one that by far out of most of the out of all of the girls except for what <coughs> she was um reasonable mm-hmm. she was by far the most one of the most reasonable people on that cast. And you need to have those kind of like stick in the mud. Uh, what did they use? Did they call them the bit, bitter, <laughs> bitter brigade? <laughs> Whatever the Something fuck they like called it. Yeah. Um, you got to have at least like one of those to, to be a, a more like solidifying anchor, right? <laughs> to help to shape and round out everything. Mm-hmm. But Tanya was definitely a loss. Poor Tanya. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, well. I don't know. I just saw. Um, so there's a guy that I watch on um, YouTube. I, it's like C Diggy on Twitter. I can't think of what his YouTube name is, but he was talking about how tonight he was at Caroline's in New York, mm-hmm. and he didn't know. But apparently, Joe Gorga from Real Housewives of New Jersey is now trying to do stand-up. Yes, he is. I actually and, knew he was doing a set tonight. Yep, he is doing a set, and the entire cast is there, which I thought was a terrifying cackle. <laughs> I at it, and I actually thought about, I actually considered going down there. No, I'm good on that. No, not for nothing else than to just see how they interact in real life. Oh. When there aren't cameras filming them. I I think cameras are filming them. Uh I don't I don't think they are at Caroline's because I don't know that Caroline's would allow it. Not not the allowing part, but give them the space, right? Because okay, so this is my reality TV moment. So, do y'all remember that show, Juliana and Bill? Or Bill and Juliana Huff? Juliana Rancic. Who the fuck is Juliana Rancic? She was... Oh, is she the one that um, asked uh, Rashida Jones about her tan and Rashida Jones goes, I'm Black? 
Yes. yes, her. Hell no, I didn't watch that shit. Nobody watched it. I mean, somebody watched it, but nobody I knew watched it. So, I don't know where they came from. I feel like they might have been from The Bachelor, but I don't 100% know. But I was on an episode of their show, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, pull over. Full story, right? So they shot their show in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was living there at the time. And they filmed inside of the H&M I was working at. And I just happened to be the person in the department they were shopping at. The problem with this is that when they come in to film the shows, it's such a fucking hassle. This is why everybody's talking about they're not really in these restaurants because there's a no, 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 no. I don't think you really understand how much of a hassle and setup this shit really is, right? Yeah. So no, we had to close experience. the store early. Yep. Because we knew for a week they were coming, which is why they scheduled the people that they scheduled very intentionally. Yeah. Because they didn't want nobody that they knew wasn't going to know how to act, right? So the day they came, the e cameras came about two hours earlier than yeah, two to three hours earlier because the, they had to set up we had to turn off the music in the store we had to close the store at four that day they had to turn off the music in the store we had to um like let them block out certain areas of our first floor because that's where they were shooting because that's where our women's department was they mm. never went anywhere outside of the first floor in the fitting room but because of that, it was like only certain employees were allowed down there. Everybody else had to go upstairs. It was, yeah. it was the whole thing. So I ended up on the show. Wild part is I never even watched the show. So I don't even know what episode I'm on, but I'm on there. Jesus. <laughs> they, they told us we had to dress nicer for work that day. Yeah. Because it's like, Coming down. Retail employees don't never dress the way y'all see them dressed on TV. We're told we have to dress better. Yeah. So that we present the brand properly, right? And they didn't tell us to wear HM clothes, but a lot of our nice clothes were HM clothes because we worked there. Yeah, I'm surprised that it wasn't mandatory that they wouldn't make that like mandatory. HM doesn't do that. They don't make you wear their stuff. That's just one of the things they just don't do. Mm. But they definitely, unless it's something very, very specific, like you have to wear this t-shirt or whatever like that. Outside of that, they don't... Yeah, for like a special or a sale. Yeah. Outside, they don't really make you wear their stuff, but they definitely said you have to dress nicer. And like, make sure that you look, that you're 100% in dress code, i.e. your hair is combed, your this, that, and if anything was off, you had to go to one of the other floors because you couldn't be in the shot. So, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. But I, I don't even know what episode I'm on. I just know I'm on it. I'm okay on that. I've seen enough of her. I've experienced I've never, enough of her. Literally to this day, <laughs> never watched the show. I've no. never seen an episode of that show. I just know there's an episode in the world that I'm on. If she's not getting clowned, I don't want that spirit in my home. I mean, I'm not a fan, which is why I never watched the show. I didn't even really like her when I was interacting with her. She just seems, I don't know. And this was, I don't want to say airheaded. 
this was early in my H&M time because I think I might have still been a part-time employee and I think I was like I don't get paid enough to do this shit like it was I I remember thinking that she seems like nice nasty like nice nasty and like passively entitled it was I don't we didn't like I didn't I can't even I I genuinely can't say anything about her one way or the other because I didn't really talk to her yeah I just kind of witnessed her talking to other people and decided I didn't want to talk to her and nothing like was outwardly like outright rude or bad or anything like that I just didn't want to talk to her I'm more (laughs) talk to him than her he was fine he was another white man from Chicago so it wasn't like I mean people from Chicago that listen to this will know exactly what I mean like (laughs) it just I was nothing like I don't know just nothing stood out about either of them I was very confused as to why they had a tv show but then it also was on the style network so yeah that's I forgot about the style network I used to love the Style Network, but it's just because I used to watch all the fashion shows. Same. That used to be my shit. Mm-hmm. It was like Fashion Trance or something that would come on every morning at like 2 a.m. Yeah, and you watch the fashion shows until like 8 or 9, and then um, How Do I Look would come on, which is where we all met Jenny Mai. <laughs> how do I... Oh, I'm thinking Look for Less. No, how do I look? Is where Jenny. I forgot about how do I look. Yeah, I used to like that show. Remember Yo Yo was on there. No. Yeah, there's an episode. You any of y'all that want a a good reality TV deep cut? Look up the episode of How Do I Look that Yo Yo was on. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Speaking of other things that make me sigh relentlessly. Um, okay, so let's let's take a dive into Salt Lake. Then Beverly I was about to say, Hills, which franchise you want to start in? <clears throat> yeah, let's do Salt Lake, uh, Beverly Hills, and Potomac. Which one? Or you better you can... start with? Because I know you're not a hundred percent up to date, so I got to lead this conversation. Well, Salt Lake. That's why I said Salt Lake. Salt Lake's the only one that I Salt haven't Lake. kept up kept up with um, at all. Really, I've been kind of keeping up with Beverly Hills and kind of keep go up in Potomac. I'm like an episode maybe two behind on each. Okay. So, well, you know, Beverly Hills is in the reunion, so. Mm-hmm. But, so we start with Salt Lake. How much of Salt Lake have you seen? I haven't seen any of... I saw the first episode. That All was right. it. So, Salt Lake starts with everybody's pissed at Jen Shah. Yeah. And Jen Shah's reality... Jen Shah's apology tour is where we start, right? So we kind of, and then like, you know, Lisa and Whitney have their issues from last season because Whitney said Lisa's always looking down on everybody and blah, 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 blah. Mary's been, Mary's talking to herself now. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing though. Mary's not talking to herself. Mary's talking to herself. So she said when quarantine first started, her husband got stuck in Florida. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So for the first six to eight months, 
she was there by herself. And she started talking to herself. So she started talking to herself. And then she was like, if I'm talking to myself, I might as well make money from it. And she started a podcast. Yeah, no shade, seriously. I have not listened to it. I don't know that I need that type of energy going on in my ear. Because it just feels like it will be very manic and weird. And I just don't know that I want to listen to it. Honestly, no shade. I, when I'm also by myself, I also talk to myself. I mean, who doesn't? And right, like most people, like most people do. And it, yeah, it was the exact same thing. It was like I, I make myself laugh all the time. I wonder if I can make yeah, other like, people laugh. Yeah, like who doesn't talk? You to know, because <laughs> I definitely talk to myself. Like it's because I'm a funny bitch. Like I definitely be talking to myself. You just be cracking the fuck up by my whole black ass self three exactly. o'clock in the morning, having a whole thing, right? Cackling a key key, sometimes a kai kai. Right, but um. So, but she's also talking about how she got so used to being by herself that now she only wants her husband to visit because when he stays for two <laughs> That is me. Oh my God, I'm Mary Cosby. <laughs> You're Mary Cosby. She's like, we're good until he get comfortable. <laughs> oh my God, that is me. Uh. So she don't want him there for real. No, she like... You can go live somewhere else. She also wants her son to go to the military because she feel like he don't, he don't have no home training for real and she needs it. <laughs> she was like, you lost all your manners in quarantine because they went to a restaurant and said eat with his fingers. Like it was... How, how did he lose his manners in quarantine? Wasn't he A lot was- of people lost their manners over this last year. People been locked up in the house and then... They don't know how to act now. They go outside. Niggas is rude. Like they really don't know how to act now that they outside again. <laughs> I hate to say it. They never knew how to act before. They didn't, but they at least had. But see, most people had some level of social decorum. Whether you agree with it or not is one thing. But they like they act how we act. But there was still a level of social norm that most people wouldn't cross. Now mm-hmm. this shit's a fucking free for all. These niggas do not know <laughs> oh my God. no more. <laughs> they act like they, it's like when you when a kid been on punishment and could go outside for the first time after like a week and they go outside oh, they wild the fuck out. That's how these niggas is acting. <laughs> well, I mean niggas is gonna nag. So she wants to send her child to military. Was it military? Yeah, she wants him to go to the military so he can learn how to act. Because he ain't got good sense. And, but he also has a girlfriend, doesn't he? Just bought and that's like, the other reason she wanted to go to the military because she said he's spending too much money on this girl and she he was like, this little thought pocket that she... <laughs> she had this very uncomfortable, awkward-ass conversation with him about sex and she was like, just because they pretty don't mean they pretty on the inside. So make sure you always wrapping it up before you end up dirty too. <laughs> like, what I know, fuck? I remember that. Happening. I remember that saying like, this. This is not how you talk to your children about sex, Mary. I was so confused. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, well, what, is, what are we doing here?" She need to like Mary. Mary's okay. So what's up with Meredith? So no, 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 because we got to keep going to, with Mary because there's one more thing we got to talk about. Mary, right? So Mary was sitting with. I think with Meredith. 
And yes, it was with Meredith because it was after Meredith and Jen had that conversation. We'll get there in a second. So Mary is sitting with her and her son, Brooks. Right. Okay. So hold on. Pull over here. Mm-hmm. Brooks is not, Brooks doesn't own a house and is not a wife. No. Brooks should not be on the show the way in which he is. I and Brooks agree. being on the show the way in which he is, is opening Brooks up to a level of criticism. Mm-hmm. One that Meredith, as a grown-ass adult, is not going to be able to stand up to mm-hmm. and deal with. Because mm-hmm. her son's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Her okay. son is an asshole. Privileged asshole. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I the agree. whole, like, Jen Shaw thing, like, I, I feel no, honestly, no shade. Jen Shaw crossed the line. Very yes. Much. But that doesn't mean that Jen Shaw didn't have the, the right to critique Brooks' behavior. Just she just did it wrong. She crossed the line. Just because she crossed the line doesn't mean that she was wrong. She was wrong in her approach. She could have done that yeah. and gotten her point across had she actually sat and thought about her words and instead of, in doing it instead of out of anger, do it out of uh, spike and vengeance. No. <laughs> yes. Spike, not spike, excuse me. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, again, this, is, this was a classic case of I shouldn't have said it the way I said it, but what I said wasn't wrong. Yes, very much so. Like very yeah. much so. Fuck, but I we'll just don't. I don't like that boy. We'll get to. I don't like that boy, and I don't like the fact that Meredith allows that boy to to behave this way with the, whatever. She, I mean, like this is a group of grown ass women. Much better, so get the okay, we'll Meredith. To, don't be mad. We'll get to them. We're not there yet. We'll get to them. So she. Mary is sitting there with Meredith and Brooks because apparently Meredith and Brooks have, I mean, Mary and Brooks have become friends out of their mutual dislike of Jinsha. Okay. Why? So Meredith brings up that her and Jen had a conversation. Mary says, she does this. Y'all can't see me, but I'm putting my hand up and closing my eyes. And she says, wait a second. And like sits there for like 10 seconds and then she farts and then says, that's what Jen makes me do. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What are we doing here? This woman needs to be medicated immediately. Right, very much so. Because I was like, she is a pr- clear and present like, danger. shit is this? <laughs> She needs to be, she needs to be put away. Her antics, her and her antics, she needs to be put away. I was like, when I really was sitting here, I was like, did she just, what are we doing? Like, what, what is happening? (laughs) Excuse me. No, she needs to be put away immediately. Like, it needs to just be done away with. Just done the fuck away with. I was so... I was like, is this a real life? Like, what the fuck is going on? So wait, what's going on now with Meredith and Jen then? So Meredith and Jen went and met out on an ice block somewhere. 
Could you not say ice block? Were they ice fishing again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right, I was being an asshole. Because I shut my ass Because they up. all were there together at first, and then they kind of walked off, and they did all their, like, arguing and storming off. And then they... I just, I don't want to argue in the cold. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fucking freezing. I'm not trying to argue with your ass. I, I don't even want to no. be out here. Like, I'm too busy trying to stay fucking warm. I'm staying here and argue with you so I can have a cold, a stroke in, and be cold? No. Right. So then they, like, did all that argument out there. And they go meet in, like, an igloo some fucking way. I was like, this is too much cold weather shit for me to be arguing with you. Bitch, I'm freezing. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, can we do this over coffee? Is there not a Starbucks nearby? I, I'm saying, y'all niggas got houses. Y'all can't. What are we doing? <laughs> no, I don't want you in my house. I'll meet your ass at the coffee shop. <laughs> a restaurant? Is there a place with heat? Oh, no. We're not going to restaurants because I don't want to embarrass myself into a restaurant that I might actually like the food and would be too scared to come back to. We're going to a <laughs> coffee shop because at the end of the day, I can make coffee in my home. <laughs> we can do something because... It, it just, we can talk about this somewhere that don't involve cold weather. Like it's right. Why are we in the out of doors? If and I got to put on a snowsuit like to come have this conversation, it. I don't want to have it. Like what the fuck? We truly don't need to be like completely and utterly bundled up. Like no, no, no. I'm not gonna have an argue with an argument with you, and I feel like a fat ass Teddy Ruxpin because of my coat. Exactly. Like can we just go inside and a fucking parka and all this extra shit? To come argue with you? No, the fuck. Like, I'm not doing no. that. I gotta, I gotta put on goggles and shit to come argue with you. No, not doing all that. Okay, so they had a conversation. So they had another conversation in which Jen Shaw apologized for the like 27th time, and it still sounds very insincere, but whatever. And then yeah. she's like, and I wanna talk to Brooks so I can apologize to Brooks directly. And da, 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 da. yeah, I remember this. So she ends up sitting down with Brooks. Because apparently he's a housewife. They need to get him a snowflake too, shit, at this point. But, uh, <laughs> bitch, right? Give him a CGI snowflake too, shit. <laughs> shit, they better watch out because Nene would have looked Brooks in his face and said, What? Oh, we'll get to Nene. She's coming. Oh. <laughs> When well, we, that's a surprise. Oh, no, no, no. Because I meant to bring her up when we first talked about Atlanta, but when I get through with Salt Lake, I'm we're going to bring it. We're going to talk about Nene. We'll get there. Okay. But, uh, so, you know, she was like, I didn't retweet those things, but I have to take responsibility for my team. Bitch, you retweeted them. Stop. But <laughs> you thought the shit was funny. Stop it. Just say you retweeted the shit because he pissed you off and you thought that shit was funny. It is, and whether you actually did it or not, you knew the shit was happening. Stop it. Because there's a way that you got somebody running your social media actually representing you as a person and a brand. And you have no idea. What the fuck they doing? Shut up. Shut up. And it wasn't just like one. It wasn't one. It was was multiple. But you had you had to have an idea. You knew what they were doing, but it's fine. You know, keep telling that story, whatever. But they did all that fake-ass apology hugging and shit, and Brooks is like, you know, I, that really means a lot to me, and, you know, all that bullshit. 
so that's why now Mary hasn't really been that involved. Okay. In this season whatsoever. Well, she, I'm sure they're holding the whole Mary has a cult plot line for the second half of the season. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> the next episode, that shit's going to start to come out. Okay. All this shit is starting to come out. The ne- like, they kind of built it up, but now we're at the point where all that shit's about to start to come out. It also is implied that Mary called the feds on Jinsha. <laughs> I know. They keep saying that. They've been saying that for a while. It's implied that Mary called the feds. But, you know, they have this, like, fake-ass sit-down, whatever. Not a lot has happened in this first half, except for this shit with Whitney and Lisa. Um, It's... So, they were, you know, they talked about how Whitney feels like Lisa looks down on her and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Lisa looks down on everybody. She does. (laughs) She does. That's her thing. Like, Lisa is the antithesis of um, that rude-ass New Yorker. Lisa's brand is I'm better than you. It's not just I'm better than you. It's I'm better than you. I'm from New York. And I specifically say New York because I have come across that in the past like three years specifically on an almost daily basis. And in multiple cases have had to tell people, this is not New York. You will go missing. (laughs) (laughs) You see that barrel in the field? You want to go open it? You want to go see what's in there? Open it. It's like you, you do, you don't know where you are, my love. <laughs> and that, and when I say New Yorker, I mean specifically that upper echelon. There's a Manhattan very certain person. type. It's a very like that white upper Manhattan west side, upper white, like that very that very white upper west side Manhattan mm-hmm. New Yorker is what he's talking about. Like it's a very it's a very specific person. Not even just Upper East Side, Upper West Side, like that. The I own a loft in Soho. No, not the Soho New Yorker. No, even the Soho New Yorker too. mm, Not so much now because a lot of that Soho New Yorker has moved up to the Upper East and West Side. No, they've also moved here. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Soho is getting dirty and grungy again. Good. But because they move talking, to fucking cheaper places. Yeah, we're talking Asshole. that very white New Yorker, very, very, very white, wealthy New Yorker that lives between Fifty First Street to like a hundred and ninth, right there. <laughs> it's a very specific area. <laughs> the ones that live along Central Park. Not even just them. I own a brownstone in Williamsburg. <laughs> oh, I ain't fuck even, you too. The Brooklyn New Yorker, the the white Brooklynite, that Williamsburg Park Slope New Yorker. That's a whole different breed. For me, one and the same. But Lisa, so it's Lisa a puts that on a everybody. Bitch. Like it's that's a different bitch. So 
but so she you know they have that whole thing and she's like Lisa Huda I never looked down on you I think you just don't know me well and then Whitney Whitney does that I think it really bothers me because I really want you to like me and you know that whole shit right so it comes out that one of Lisa's friends is also Whitney's cousin. Okay. But how did we not get that in the first season? Because they didn't know they were cousins. Cause it's one of those like that, like those like Mormon connections where it's like this family member married this family member, but they didn't know they were family. And okay. You know, it's, ex- those, it's like, the extended family. Those weird, complicated cousin relationships, right? So now this season, Shorty's, because they apparently just found out they were cousins, even though they knew each other all these years or whatever, they just found out they were cousins according to the Bravo storyline that we're being fed. And um, and so now her and Whitney are hanging out too and um you know Lisa's like I don't really want you hanging out with Whitney like me and her not cool like that so whatever so then Lisa and Whitney get cool out of nowhere like they're friends so right after they decide they're friends the other woman is trying to have an event and her caterer pulls out the last minute and everybody told her that Lisa told her caterer that if she catered this event that they can't have Lisa's business no more. They won't do Sundance anymore, probably. Right. They won't because she apparently was Lisa's go-to caterer. And she was like, well, if you do this event for this bitch over here, then I'm not fucking with you no more. So of course they pulled out. So, so the girl brings I don't remember this lady's name because she hasn't really been important to me but she brings this up to Whitney and Whitney's like I don't know whatever whatever then Lisa invites Whitney to dinner they go to these people this particular caterer's restaurant <laughs> they're having dinner the restaurant is owned by a husband and wife couple right okay they walk up to their table. This lady out of nowhere looks at Whitney's like, I can't believe what she's saying about Lisa. Like, we literally pulled out because it was a Saturday and we couldn't close down the restaurant. Lisa would never do that. And Whitney was like, Bitch, did you set this up? Like, <laughs> how do you? Okay, so here's the thing. Because it's so stupid. Yeah. It just, it, there, there was no chance of that working in any there was way, no shape, chance or was not knowing that you set this shit up. Like, what are right, we nobody, doing like, nobody would have thought that that was just happenstance. No. Like, nobody, nobody would have thought that. At all. There was, you had no, Lisa had no fear of thinking that anyone would think that that was a coincidence. There was no fear of that. Bitch, this was stupid. Mm -hmm. This was dumb. 
she she can go. Lisa serves no purpose. Because Lisa, for me, serves no purpose. Like, the drama around Lisa isn't, like, it's, it's not sensational. It doesn't grab my attention. It just annoys me. Yeah, like, Lisa just, like, just really annoys me. Like, you, like she needs to how go. How many times you going to talk to me about how much you love fast food and neglect your children? I don't care. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Oh, that shook my core a little. Um, yeah, that's no, she what, can go. That's, that's what she be talking about. They need to get rid of her. They need, they need to get rid of her. They need to be done with her and just let it go. But I feel like if Lisa leaves, Meredith's out then. Oh, yeah, if Lisa. Well, I don't know, because they kind of not really fucking with each other right now. Ooh, oh, that's right. They did fall out, didn't they? So they kind of fell out because... Because Lisa's friends with stayed Lisa's friends with still Jen. friends with Jen, and then they they introduced this new Asian lady too, and I don't quite know what her deal is just yet. All I know about her is that she's had thirteen miscarriages. Oh my god! Or she's lost thirteen kids. Oh my god! And it's a point of contention. Well, I think what she has How? three. She has three children, but she said that there's been, what was it? I think it was a total of 13 pregnancies. Let me say this the right way, right? There's been a total of 13 pregnancies. She has three living children. One died, one of her kids died like 10 hours after birth. And then the rest were miscarriages. So it was like 11 miscarriages or like 10, mis- nine miscarriages. I have to get this right because I don't want to, I don't want to state this wrong. So from what I, if I, if I'm, if, if this is correct, there's been nine miscarriages, one. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at miscarriages. I'm just laughing at you counting them. I'm sorry. I just have to. No, because it becomes a thing. Because what I'm about to say next, it matters. So fashion, though. I'm sorry. (laughs) It it matters for what I'm about to say next. So there's been nine miscarriages, one that died shortly after birth, and three living children. Right. Her and her husband are having a consistent battle because he wants her to get pregnant again. And she's like, no, no, I've because the baby that died, this just happened. Like it was a year ago from when they were filming. Yeah. No, they hit the one year anniversary of that baby dying during filming before Jin Shah was arrested. So relatively recently, these are also people with the ways and means to, to pay for a surrogate, even a family member to be a surrogate, if this but, is what the goal is. So this is the thing. So she suggested that, and her husband said, hell no, we're not doing that because that wouldn't be my kid, blah, 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 right? This is their... They said it's against their cultural beliefs. They're, it's against... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's we learned that things. in, I think it was Bling Empire. 
Yeah, it's one of those things they definitely do not, they don't fuck with it, right? When we've de- we've talked about this in the other shows that we've done that feature heavily on Asian people. And um, and she's like, she was talking about how because she's Chinese and they like, they're really big on family and having larger families and, you know, because a lot of the younger Chinese people wanted to have larger families when they got out of the place where they could you know where they couldn't have them now they really want to have larger families and she's like because her family was upwardly mobile they had always kind of pushed her to have more kids and she feels like she failed because she couldn't and all this other stuff her husband give a fuck about none of that He's like, I want more babies now. But she keeps saying he's pushing it. And apparently every October, I think she said, he pushes her to have a baby because that's the anniversary of their baby dying. Yeah, that's that's That makes perfect sense. That but makes it so much easier. He also was holding the baby when the baby died. Oh, of course. Makes it so much easier. So much easier because to grieve he and he never dealt with it she he just immediately started pushing her to have another one and she suggested he go to therapy he's like ain't shit wrong with me i ain't going to fucking therapy that's that's literally what he said to her so she's like he's not dealing with it at all i hate when the new housewives come on and their like entire storyline is steeped in tragedy and they're having to be like combatants with these other women like that's just that's but it's like i don't outside of that i don't really know what else she's bringing because like she be injecting herself and shit she don't really know nothing about telling everybody shut the fuck up (laughs) but that's literally all she will tell these girls shut the fuck up over and over again. <laughs> She's just there to tell the girl shut the fuck up. So, he, so everybody needs one. That's every that's cast needs she one. So. She just tell them shut the fuck up over and over again, and tell them they're not listening to, they're not listening to each other, and that's why they can't get nowhere. So just I, all y'all just shut the fuck up. That's really what they're doing. And Is that it for Salt Lake? Or well, now we get to the point because see, Mary apparently snaps on. Mary snapped on Lisa because Mary said something. I don't remember what she said, but Lisa said, I'm going to Google that. And Mary, why? Because I'm black? And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> okay, hold on. I want to find this on Twitter. Because I need that clip in my life. <laughs> I was very confused as to how we got here. I was like, wait, what is happening? I definitely have to have that. I definitely have to download that. Like, yeah. So this all leads up to, like, in the next episode, um, in the next episode, apparently Lisa in some capacity meets with this man who who then proceeds to tell her about all the harm that Mary and her husband has done 
Yes. And that's what I've been waiting for. This this start all that starts to come up in the next episode. Okay, that's what I've been waiting for, and in this week's episode, I didn't expect it to, or come maybe out. next week's. I don't know what day this show airs because I watched this shit on Hulu. So whatever the next episode airs, when all this shit comes up, and we're also getting close to Jin Shah's arrest because I saw that black fur coat and the braids pop up. So we're getting close to when the feds come for her. I feel like okay, yeah, that is going to be that's going to be the overarching like probably second half of the season storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Cosby is probably going to go be the middle of the first and probably the middle of the second with Jin Shaw wrapping it up. Yeah. So I can so that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's it for Salt Lake. Not a lot's going on with Salt Lake right now because you know all the meat and potatoes in the second. Yeah. Because right now Potomac and Beverly Hills are at the end. So we we're that's where so we're in meat. the the thick of it with them too. Um so Nene leaks. <laughs> So Nene decides to do, well, she did an interview today and they kept calling it her tell-all interview. She was on some station in Atlanta. I don't, I didn't hear the whole interview because I don't live in Atlanta, so. And I wasn't going out of my way to look for this whole interview because I didn't care that much. But, oh, you must have found the clip of her talking about why, because I'm Black. (laughs) No, it's something else. It said Mary Cosby before she started her podcast. And it's this woman's it's this woman just be like <laughs> talking on the train. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Somebody just rang my bell. Oh my God. I'm sorry, y'all. I was, I swear, I was trying to find that video. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my God. Oh my God. Stop looking at it. Okay. Where were we were, you were talking about Nene Leaks Tell All. Okay. So she did this interview. Which cut all that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is why this shit never goes up the next day because I mean the editing. (laughs) But um, so she did this interview with this Atlanta station and they asked her about the different housewives and how they responded to her after Greg passed. And she was like, yeah, they all called me and so, but she was like, but I thought it was weird that I got a one bouquet of flowers from all of them. Like they all went in for a $200 bouquet. And if all of y'all are supposedly working and like, why couldn't y'all spend your own $200? Why did I get one bouquet of flowers from each and every one, from all of y'all together? Cause like, I wouldn't do that. And then they asked about Cynthia and she was like, no, Cynthia didn't show up. She didn't even come to the repast. She showed like a week later and she came to my club, but, but she wasn't really there. Cause you know, housewives like a dysfunctional family. And I'm like, you don't even like these girls. Okay. 
so wait, wait. So, so I'm I'm trying to get the emotion from like I know she's upset about the bouquet, but, but is she why? upset about? Because they ain't have to do that. Okay, here it is. Okay, I'm reading what it is. Okay. This honestly sounds like, this honestly just sounds like a lot of for real, for real, just hurt feelings. Yeah, and a lot of hurt like, feelings that could have been resolved in a private conversation. Yeah, that was really my whole thing about it. Because I get like, you're still grieving. Your husband literally just passed away. Your, your, like your just. feelings are still very raw. And I get all of that, but this could have been a text message. This didn't have no, to be this needed to be a, a broadcasted interview. If you really felt, and especially if you're saying that y'all like a dysfunctional family, y'all don't always get along, but y'all love each other. If that's the case, you have these women's phone numbers. Mm-hmm. You could have said, I wish y'all would have showed up a little bit better for me. Right. But then you walked away from the show basically saying, fuck all you bitches. And you've been saying fuck you bitches up until he passed away. I I understand that. But at the same time, I I kind of feel the same feeling that Nini is feeling. Not to a certain degree that she may necessarily want or expect. But I, the feelings of y'all, you all. I've known you all and I've worked with you all all of this time. Mm-hmm. And is it unfair to expect anything? Yes. Um, is it I human understand to expect both sides anything? of it? Like yes. I understand, like very much so. I completely understand where she's coming from with wishing they would have showed up in a different way. Yeah, but once again, that's a conversation that should have just that should have just been a private that should have been had between y'all. But you didn't I need also, to air it out. But I also understand them where it's like, how do I show up for somebody that I'm not on good terms with? I haven't been talking to, I don't, we didn't leave on the best of whatever. I get it from both sides. I just felt like this didn't need to happen in this way. Yeah. Like, Like she calls it a dysfunctional family. You should have approached it as a dysfunctional family. Just had a family conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you shouldn't have. I don't feel like this needs to happen this way. But it's also one of those things that every time we start to feel for Nini, she does shit like this. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and she's back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get this just may be the way that she grieves. This may just be the way. No, this is a pattern. But this is very much a pattern of her lashing out every time she feels a little, every time she gets upset, every time she's stressed, every time she's a little heavy for her. This is how, yeah, that's how she reacts. She lashes out. Yeah, and it, I just, ugh. that's but why this I said definitely was a that time she was going like, to come up. Have a private conversation. Yeah, I just didn't feel like this needed to happen. This also... If she was still on the show, I would have said this feels very Andy. But it's like she's still, even not on the show, she's still pulling these Bravo antics. Yeah, which makes you question, like, okay, how much of this actually is show versus how much of this actually is real life and personality. Right. But we've already seen this from her outside of like. But that's not how much of her show personality has become her real personality. 
I always believe it was, <clears throat> excuse me, I always believe it was a real personality, just real personality height. Yeah. She, it's like she got a little flavor flavor in her back. Mm-hmm. Because this is very much Bravo antics. Like, mm-hmm. This is, this is, yeah, because it's about time. It's about that time. Potomac's about to wrap up, so that means Atlanta's going to be starting to air soon anyway. Yeah. This is very much giving Bravo antics. (laughs) So there's that. So now let's mosey on over to Potomac. So how much of a, where are you at with Potomac? Um, I think Chris, it was post the um, Candace Ashley fight where Candace and Chris walked out. At the, on the trip? On the trip. Okay. So you saw her and Mia, her and, but her and Mia apparently, they like Candace and Mia. After that, um, they hashed out their situation after her and Yeah, I saw that. Hashed out their situation. Mia's husband is wildly inappropriate. Is um, anybody surprised? Not at all. So you're pretty much caught up. Not much has happened since. I think I've just missed the episode, the most recent episode. I haven't watched that yet. I might not have watched it either. I don't even remember. If I did, it ain't shit happened. So. Yeah, because it it's coming to the end of the season. I think next week is the last episode of yeah, the actual season. Then we got the, the reunion, and then we go into reunion. But um, yeah, no, it's just Mia's husband's wildly inappropriate. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, Michael Darby still going out his fucking way to not be around these motherfuckers. Uh, yes. So is Juan. Yes, so is Juan. And I, I mean, Juan's Juan. See, Michael and Juan are well; they're avoiding for the same reason, but also for kind of different reasons. Yeah, Juan never wanted anything to do with the show to begin with. He didn't, and then and he he's just caught, continuing that pattern. But then he got caught talking to that girl. Remember? Oh yeah. And he really didn't want you to do with the show then, but Michael's just wildly inappropriate with everybody and I also can't I don't completely believe because I I mean there was a there was talk that there was a restraining order against Michael from that one producer yeah they to be completely fair this is one side is saying that this restraining order is in place. The other side is saying that it's not. Which is I, very confusing for me because this, is, this person doesn't work on Brad. No, he doesn't work on the show anymore. He does not work on the show anymore. Yeah. No. Um, so I don't know that. But then I also was reading that there's other producers that have orders of protection. Again, well, I think the first guy was like Darby side is saying that this is not true. So I don't know what's true and what's not. I'm just saying what I've seen. What I've yeah, you know. Um. Well, we've already seen it on, like we've already seen on camera, and I'm surprised that Ashley 
is still on the show because of that. And she still wants to be her source of income. But he hasn't really been on the show at all this season. No, I mean, he's only in, you've seen him in the house and that's it. In the house and I think it may be one episode. Yeah, really. Max too. I mean, that kind of leads a level of credence and truth to what's being said, but I don't know. He could just be over the shit because he feels like they always make him look bad. But I always say, editing aside, if the shit never happened, they couldn't put it in the show, right? Bitch. You can edit content. Yes. Hmm? That's the thing. Have you heard RuPaul's new song, Blame It on the Edit? No. You want to blame it on the edit? Bitch, you the one that said it, so go on and take the credit, bitch. Blame it on the edit? Like, yeah, blame it on the edit, uh, girl. Was that directly? Was that directly to everybody? Like, at, uh, the bitch was, am I? No, said, not even to me. To, to look bad. Who to Candy Muse? Who said she was edited to look bad? To Tamisha, I thought it was to Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I was getting Jeffrey to that one judge. too. He was the judge. For those of you who don't know, he was the judge on Canada's Drag Race season one, who mm-hmm. recently came out and talked about the the fuck shit and finagling that the producers were doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then it was like maybe two weeks after that. Blame it on the edit by RuPaul comes out. I was getting to that one too. That was going to be the next one. I was like, because he was getting death threats and shit, had to make his Instagram private and all of that. And he was like, no, but what y'all don't know is the fuck shit they was doing. Yeah, because there was a very big difference from him on American Drag Race to him on Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I thought you were just going to be like cute, a little quirky. They love him on America Drag Race, and they go to Canada Drag Race, and he seems like real bitchy and weird. No, there was a complete tonal and personality shift mm-hmm. from America to Canada. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. You turned all mean gay. Why? And now we know why. Or his version of why. His okay, anyway. Why, yes. So we're in Potomac. I mean, it's, it's not really a lot going on there either. Yeah, because the reunion's about to pop. Like, everything has already happened. Everything's already happened. We just got to get to reunion. I do want to say that Candace is coming off a little hypocritical this season. This season? I'm, I'm speaking of something very specific. Because she did the whole thing about how Monique's behavior was so triggering and so traumatizing and she got to go to therapy and she scared Lee her house and all this other bullshit just to turn around and literally be doing the same shit. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily find Candace's behavior hypocritical. I find her behavior expected. However, no, what I no. do find hypocritical is Giselle and Robin repeatedly sit back saying, oh, well, you didn't learn anything. Yeah. As if, as if to condone the lesson that was taught when yeah. it was taught. Yeah. That's what I was like, oh, wait, it was cute before. And then she got drugged. And now you're expecting her to operate a different way. Why would you expect her to operate a different way? I mean, she's this exact same person. I'm not, I didn't say expected because she's, she's behaving the way she always has. But to I say hypocritical because you went crying to every media outlet that would listen about this hood rat that beat you up. Right. 
to turn around and be a hood rat your damn self. Well, she's like, I fight with my words as if violence has boundaries and borders. It doesn't. It truly doesn't. It truly doesn't. It's like, like we no, have to stop come that for people shit. who you think aren't going to come back. Not even that. Well, that too. That too. Because she doesn't. Because the thing is, she knows we just not going to fight her. I don't know. Mia, I feel like Mia could get down if necessary. I'm not saying she couldn't. I'm saying she wouldn't. Like Mia would beat that ass if necessary. Again, I think she would, but I think she could, but I don't think she would because because of Mia's background, especially now that everybody knows Mia's background, she can't do none of that shit because that's the because she won't be taken seriously. Yeah, she's already being barely taken seriously now. Exactly. Mia is she's walking a tightrope with being taken seriously already, so she's not going to. Well, that's honestly the exact same, same position that Monique was in, because them girls did not they they weren't checking for Monique. They didn't care about Monique. But Monique, Monique didn't need the money. Her nigga still had money. We don't. Mia's the breadwinner of her household now. Well, they got there, I mean, yeah, now because of the show, but it, but prior before the show, they it's, got their other little businesses. But she they? runs the businesses. Yeah. He don't do none of that. So that's what I'm saying. Because she's the breadwinner before and after the show, she can't fuck up her bag. Monique ain't the breadwinner. Monique ain't never been the breadwinner. I ain't saying Monique don't bring in money, but her nigga bring in way more money than she did. So she ain't give a fuck about this bullshit. That's why she walked away so fast. They ain't, they yeah, didn't make that's her true. Shit. That and it was damaging her, like not for lazy mom's brain. Yeah. But it's like being on this show or not being on the show didn't make her shit because her nigga still had the money. No, that's fair. That's With fair. Mia, Mia makes the money. She can't. I mean, she would still up. have money after. She would still have money, but it would also could stop income streams if she got on there just end up on marriage boot camp if she got on there and went too far because the thing is she it's her first season now come because remember monique first season she let a lot of shit pass (laughs) yeah because robin had that robin was up in that bitch's face trying to fight her Monique put that umbrella up Mm -hmm. it's like you need to back up you need to back Monique let up. a lot of shit pass that first season. Now, once we get to season two and three, and Mia's established, you're gonna see a shift. Because that's the same thing that happens with all of them. Yeah, you get comfortable. With the exception of Candy, each and every one of them let a lot of shit pass that first season. Candy didn't give a fuck. She ain't need the shit no way. But <laughs> she was just doing the shit because she just needed some shit to do. Mia's gonna end up, somebody's gonna end up snatching Candace up. And it's probably gonna be her mama. And that ain't gonna do no different. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be her mama because her mama don't really see nothing wrong with Candace's behavior. No, her mama does. She does. That's why she talks and she treats Candace the way that she does. The issue is the way that she treated Candace from the get-go. She sees something wrong with Candace's marriage, not Candace's behavior. No, she she sees something wrong with Candace's behavior too because she's commented on her mouth multiple times. But it's like, where did she get it from? She got it from you. And in the process of you chastising this woman about how bad her mouth is, you are using a filthy ass mouth. 
Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, that's her. It's all her. Her mom would be the one that's going to hit her with something. She's going to cry about that. And then Andy going to have them back at the reunion. And she's going to have her ass. What is it? Mary Gladys, Alice, Stacy, whatever the fuck Dorothy. that lady's name is. Dorothy, whatever her name is. Dorothy and Toto are going to be up at the reunion with her purse, hitting people in the face again. Like, and that's the only person that's ever going to get their hands on her outside yeah. of Monique. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Outside. That's all that's going on with Potomac. Potomac ain't really doing shit. Let's get to Beverly Hills. So I think I watched the first episode of the reunion. At least Serena gaslighting Garcia. Yes. yes. That was like the most uncomfortable bullshit. It really and was. And it wasn't just Lisa Renna. It was also Dorit as well. It was, it was honestly it was a majority Lisa of the cast. Very much gaslighting and emotionally manipulating Garcelle. It was very weird and uncomfortable. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, Right. But so Andy decides that he gonna ask the hard-hitting questions because he a journalist, right? He about as much of a journalist as Portia Williams is. But, you know, um okay don't do Portia like that because guess what Portia actually had to read things that were given to her by the producers yes but Portia still had to read actual information she ain't no goddamn journalist she ain't a journalist but at the very least she had to read some shit that was passed to her so did Andy no 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 I mean like actual articles here you I gotta mean, read this real quick but I will oh, okay Andy is giving it to Erica yeah I wouldn't doubt it like this is He's this is the goal. It to Erica. Now, but this, the way that he's giving it to Erica is very much giving that he's over her and don't really want her on the show no more. <laughs> kind of the way that he did Nene in them later seasons where he was yeah. like, kind of, where it was visibly over her. That's how he's giving it to Erica. Well, gag this though. Like, if I remember correctly, Andy Cohen's power has been very much so limited. Mm-hmm. So he, at this point, he's just pretty much talent, which is why you've seen him on E! and other networks. As yeah, of they've definitely stripped him of a lot. Which we still, we still don't have an answer for any of that. No, because I really, but I really think that's directly related to what the fuck happened with Nene Leakes, because... I can't. I can't. It can't happened work. all right there together. Okay. Well, I gotta watch this reunion because I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little, um, little gut wrenching. Because I do enjoy Erica very much. So. I think Erica um, brings a very fun element to this cast. I I won't say fun. Like it's I want to say it's more. She brings a certain bravery because it's it's the fun that's attached to it. But she talks about like sex and sexuality and and poverty and socioeconomic standards and her upbringing and how tough like her mother was on her and how like how we we like we all to a certain degree can identify with Erica because of the guard that she puts up. Yeah. And then you have these like moments these like breakthrough moments usually in a fucked up situation yeah where she finally like 
exudes a little bit of her humanity and it's, there's a lot of relatability with it's, her yeah and that's what i mean by a level of funness is because with erica jane erica girardi because the erica jane personality is fun right that very fun making gay club music like the erica jane personality is very fun but when you get erica girardi it's like this is the first time on this cast specifically because on all the other how well all the other ones i've watched i don't watch most of them but it's either with all the other housewives housewives cast is either they are so unrelatable and out of reach that you just watch them like a science experiment because that's how beverly hills used to be yeah or they're incredibly relatable when you see yourselves in these people. When yeah. they added Erica to this cast, that kind of brought the cast to a, a sense of reality, like more to earth. Yeah. And then they added Garcelle, which brought it more to the earth. You know, like Erica Garcelle, and they're more of a like grounding kind of force. They definitely ground this cast because. Before then, it was like they're trying to put $100 bills in vending machines because they don't understand how they work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... It was stupid shit. Yeah. Nobody can ever relate to. Erica definitely gave a... Like, grounded them a little bit. And then, like... Because she's, she's new money, right? She's all of us if we were given a ton of money all of a sudden. It's like... Yes, mm-hmm. we're spending on dumbass shit like big ass Cartier rings and shit like that. Like, cause it's like Dorita's very new new money too, but in that very like elitist way. way. Cause it's like, we know you don't talk like that. You're from Connecticut. That's not how you talk. This accent isn't real. This like the wearing head to toe monogram is like weird. It's it's like it's a very putting on airs version of new money. Whereas Erica is like, oh no, no, no. I'm new money, but I still very much recognize that I came from nothing. Like, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I, I feel like Dorit is not necessarily putting on airs. I feel like Dorit is just that. Like, that's just because even when she first came on, she was just that. And And television has only exacerbated it. Well, television has only rehearsed and very, like, put on, though. What that's what I'm saying, television, her being on TV is only like exacerbated and made it worse. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just her. With Erica, who she is, because she grew up in the South and because she grew up poor. And she can share those kind of common experiences with the camera and the people watching. It does make her feel more, it makes her feel more human. Yeah. Dorit is more of like the idea of money and luxury and what that means. Mm-hmm. Erica is more so the idea of, like you were saying, um, just a regular person steeped in, steeped in luxury and Who's exposed to. Into this, this luxury world. And, and also who was given the capability to pursue a passion, a goal, and a dream in a way that a massive majority of Americans are either working towards 
or or dreaming about or hoping for you know yeah, yeah. okay i get that i i i because when she came in she was always that it's just gotten he, worse yeah she was very i don't even that's know. what i'm like i can't say putting on airs because this is just her like, <laughs> yeah. like this. Is I get it. Her. I get and it. And we got I... to see her in this fucked up ass conversation with Garcelle. Which, yeah. when she yelled at, let me tell you something. <laughs> if she, it, in no way, shape, form, or fashion, with that stick figured, buggled eye, beast of a person, ever scream across anything at me and not get a who the fuck are you talking to bitch in reply i was let me tell you that entire conversation with garcelle irked the fuck out of me because mm-hmm. i know for a fact that garcelle was biting her tongue because Very she didn't much. come across as the angry black woman which, which is, is how up. dorit has been trying to paint her this whole exactly season. and she didn't want to feed into it but she should have she what she should have done was unleashed on that bitch not in English, in fucking Patois, and drug that bitch within an inch of her life in mm-hmm. front of her husband, and mm-hmm. then repeated the same process on PK's old hairy-ass Humpty Dumpty-looking stupid self. <laughs> he sound like Humpty Dumpty with a bunch of lard in his mouth. But also, see, and this is another... Nigga, drink some water. Your mouth's watering. The way, like, this whole thing with Kyle and the way she this season although I did enjoy Kyle this season there are certain things that kind of made me remember why I didn't really fuck with her to begin with like that whole with PK and Mauricio having this whole conversation about Erica and the accidents and how their Erica got to be lying because I know way all this shit happened and Kyle sitting there fully participating in this. Mm-hmm. But then in front of Erica, she's like, oh no, I believe everything you say and I completely support you and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, right. that's not what you was just saying at the table. Like she very much plays both sides and it's very like, this is this is why I can't completely fuck with you. Like, hey, I, just, I also find it interesting and and almost laughable. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that anything that, that, that I'm not saying in any way, shape, form, or fashion that any of the articles that have come out about Erica Girardi have no way are not true. Not, not saying that at all. Not at all. I'm also I just not find saying it, that I believe that story about, that story Erica told about time in that accident and then her son having a, a similar accident. I think that shit's a lie too, but I also wasn't there. But that shit sounds hella That's fake to me too. But I would have told her this shit sounds crazy. Like <laughs> I don't understand why this collective of women also living in the public eye haven't taken a second to think about their own experiences with the media and the articles that yeah. have been quote unquote leaked and written and what have you about them. Yep. Like, just chill the fuck out. Oh my God, babies and widows and plane crash victims. Now, it's like, granted, yes, this is sad. This is fucked up. This is tragic. But up. let's take a moment but and I give somebody, that... give her some fucking grace because she is our quote unquote friend. But what I, we don't know what the fuck is going the on. Thing. 
and I said this on Crime and Wine too, because I, I did an episode on Tom Girardi. And I said this there. What we need to understand is these are Tom's crimes, not Erica's. And it's a lot of people dragging Erica for what Tom did. Now, one can argue what she knew, didn't know, whatever, whatever. But she didn't steal from them people. She wasn't. It was Tom. It's a lot of dragging Erica for what Tom did. That's... (sighs) And that's what I don't like about all of this. Like, again, one can argue how much she knew, didn't know what she was privy to, wasn't privy to, whether she knew or didn't know. You can argue that all day long. But she didn't steal from no fucking body. She wasn't representing those people. And let's be real. Like, even if Erica did flat out say, hey, I did not do that. This is what happened. You niggas wouldn't believe her anyway. I wouldn't believe her any and fucking way. She's in the middle of multiple cases. Like she can't, right. she can't be talking to y'all about she this can't shit talk on to camera. Y'all about what's what? Like, All come she, on now. It's like, and then they like, well, why are you posting this on Instagram? Like, so you want her to stop her bag when everybody right. in a mom oh, you're is sitting doing here her? happy on Instagram. It's like I'm like I still have things to do. I still am a brand ambassador, and like all of you, and a mama is suing me right now. Right. What do y'all she has want contractual me to do? obligations that she still has to fucking live up to? So let that woman be. Right. Like let that woman and I be. I think that's. And it's like there's a yes, she's the she's the the public figure of this. Cause I watched the documentary, the ABC News thing. Yeah. That they did. I watched that. And I didn't really like it because I'm like, yes, it's easy to point to Erica because she's the public figure. Erica did not do this. Erica was not those people's lawyer. Erica had no responsibility to these people. Erica didn't do none of this. We don't know. My, we don't know what she did and what she didn't do. Now, and it should just be left up to that. This is especially what I'm saying. Now, this is what I'm saying. The reason why I say Erica didn't do any of this is because, again, she didn't have any type of fiduciary responsibility to these people. She right. wasn't their lawyer. She wasn't handling settlements. Now, if Erica knew that the money he was putting into her company was from this settlement, that's that's to be seen. If right. Erica knew the money that was being used to fund this lifestyle was money that was stolen from these victims, that's to be seen. But that's a totally different situation than what we're talking about we're talking about literally money taken from these victims which erica did not do because she was not involved she wasn't a lawyer she wasn't a lawyer right she wasn't the lawyer she didn't have the fiduciary responsibility she wasn't anybody handling settlements or any of that kind of stuff she didn't work for the law firm now what we can talk about is was she an accessory after the fact that remains to be seen Right, and I we just don't know I got that. so. What and then she may have not. She may not have known where any of this money was coming from. That's it. Like I also just understand why they can't. How rich, that, powerful that men work. Talk. 
we all like, why know how rich, powerful that? men work. We all know that very rich and very powerful men ain't answering to no fucking body. Right. So she might not have known shit. She might have known everything. We don't know. But the actual crime that we're talking about is not hers. It's not. They, the the collective of women on the show, especially high key Sutton Stack. Sutton Stratton. Sutton Stratton. Stratton. <laughs> I've been calling her uh, Sutton Stackhouse fucking around. That, true blood. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the fact that these women have gotten so involved in a situation that has literally absolutely positively nothing to do with them. Just and made it about beyond, them. And made it about beyond the degree of, hey, is there a possibility, like, which I totally understand. Go, we're in the show with you. We're going to be talking about these things with you. Or we're going to be talking about something at least with you. Is there a possibility that I can be subpoenaed in this? Beyond talking to your lawyer about it, just to make sure your ass is covered. You shouldn't be involved in this in any way, shape, or fashion. And there are no, in no way, no way, answers that you deserve from this. And the fact that all these women are behaving, acting so entitled to like answers in her life about something that is still ongoing and that is a mm-hmm. fucking legal case, something yep. that I'm sure her fucking counsel has advised her to not speak about like anybody else's lawyer. I mean, hell, her lawyer told her to quit the show do. altogether. Yes. Like, y'all, come on. Like, there's just this basic lack of empathy and common fucking sense mm-hmm. that every last one of these women are, like, indulging in. Yep. And it's 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 stupid. It's stupid. Yep. It's disgusting. And now, this is why I always go back and forth with all these housewife shows, because it usually hits a point where it's like, all right, I need, like, a couple weeks off. Because this yeah, is just no. pissing me off. I, like, this is stupid. So, so the thing about all these shows is that I watch all three on the same day that's usually how i do it i always wait until the end of the week when they've all aired and i watch all three on the same day and the only reason that i watch them this regularly is because we do this show no i mean i watch them but i usually need like a period honestly the way i normally watch these shows is like I watch, I wait until like six episodes air and then I watch all six and then I like wait until another six, you know what I'm saying? Like I watch yeah. the season in two parts <laughs> and it's like, I don't watch them this regularly if we wasn't doing this show. Yeah, no, fair. Because I need a break. <laughs> yeah. Because these shows are very draining. Yeah. These shows are very draining. Um, so to wrap up what we're doing here, um, there's a little bit of something just came out. So we're gonna circle back to Miss Leaks. Oh, Claudia Jordan just nope. decided to respond <laughs> to Nini's interview. What? And to sum up, I'm summing up because I'm not listening to her talk that long because I who the fuck wants to? Um she said, the things that you said about other people, you lucky anyone showed up for you at all. And it's like, bitch, her husband just died. Get the fuck on somewhere. That's the other thing. Claudia, just stop it. Like, the hey, whole thing is just... It's like, soft. I get what you're saying, but her husband just died. 
and I know all y'all interactions were maybe all your interactions with her have been all negative, but all these other women who actually know her and was around her for longer than one season, all their interactions haven't been negative. So I do understand her not her being upset that they didn't show up for her in the way that she thought they should. Also, Claudia hey. Jordan, shut up. We know you're trying to get back on this TV because you're doing this little show on Fox Soul and I don't know what that's hitting for. But you're Moving trying on. very hard to get back on Real Housewives. We all see it because literally every time something Real Housewives come up, here your ass go. Claudia fucked up in the fact that she should have saved that for if there was ever an, another argument down the line. Like you say shit like that and you put it in the folder for stockpile for for an impending argument or at least you don't do it your own show no i wouldn't talk about this shit anywhere but your own show that too but i you save that for when you really got to drag a bitch this wasn't necessary this wasn't a nest this didn't deserve a dragon it didn't because her husband just fucking died and if she like the man just died if she feels like she needs more support from people who she call her friends at one point or another, regardless of where they are right now, she can feel like that because her fucking husband just died, you raggedy right. bitch. Like, maybe we, we let her this? and everybody else get a chance to maybe, I don't know, talk to each talk. other. I feel some But she ain't out. talking to you because she don't give a fuck about you. No. She didn't expect anything from you. She don't You're even not know her you friend. for real. You worked for one season. You were you on one, one fucking season. season. That'd be like her asking Shamari to do something. Right? No. Y'all were on one fucking season. She ain't even know y'all for one real. season. Like, she's talking about people that she worked with for a while. Like yes. Marlo and fucking Cynthia and Candy and, and Kim, honestly. She ain't talking about your ass. Sheree. Yeah, you aren't included in that. So just let that go. Right. Ugh. Yeah, no, she can go. We can wrap this up. Yes, I'm over we're Claudia. Done. Yeah. We're done with this. Um, all right. Each I want to thank each and every one of you all for listening this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, evening, evening, afternoon, morning, morning good afternoon, night, whatever you are. You're actually listening. Um, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, click, share, comment, all that other garbage. Everything. Uh, yeah. This is, I am high as fuck. This is Reality Rewind. Catch us us next week with a new episode. Good night, y'all. Bye, (laughs) y'all.